welcome to the Baller Boys Podcast. They're all about sports, sports, and more sports. And now, the Baller Boys, Mark and Shamaya. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Baller Boys Podcast, where we talk sports, sports, and more sports with a twist of humor. Do you hear the click? There you go. There it is. So today we're going to be talking more NBA. But before we get into the actual specific topic, make sure to check out our previous episode where we talk NBA. Yeah, actually not just NBA, but NBA finals, Celtics versus Warriors. Do not miss that. So what you want to do is go click that episode and then click on this episode because, well, thank you very much. And that's how we do things. We release multiple episodes a week here on the Baller Boys. But in case you're wondering who is talking, it's your boy, Mark. And I'm joined by the S-O-T-B, the music man with the plan, Shema. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of jazzy tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm feeling a little jazzy, too. I kind of wish you had some background music like going on right now, like a little bit of Nolan's jazz. You know what I mean? Or Utah. Oh, we're going to be talking about some mountains. We're going to be talking about music. So obviously, if you guys could Mountain Cedar. Oh, the Mountain Cedar is killing me right now. I'm glad I took my allergy medication where I would be sneezing and mucus would be landing all over the mic. And you guys get the point. Today, we're going to be talking about the Utah Jazz, but not just the Utah Jazz. The news surrounding the Utah Jazz head coach, Quinn Snyder, decides to leave the Utah Jazz as head coach, according to ESPN. And we're going to get, we're going to use a lot of information here regarding ESPN. So props to them. Good job, guys. Thank you for keeping us informed. But so here's the situation. Quinn Snyder um, apparently had been talking with the organization. The organization spent weeks trying to talk, talk to him and convince him to stay around. And they even offered him a contract extension. So here's apparently his deal's not up. So he had two years left on his current deal, including uh, the last year where he could opt to basically leave, you know, get out of his contract. So he had two years before his contract was even up, but he opted to resign as the head coach of the Utah Jazz. Apparently he's been recovering from back surgery. I didn't know about this. So maybe that might have something to do with it, but he stepped down ultimately because he thought it was best for his team's players. Um, in his words, he wants the team to evolve under a new voice. It was no, it had nothing to do with a philosophical difference between him and management or him and his players. He says that there's no real beef for any, it doesn't sound like there was any beef. At least he didn't say there was no beef, but it sounds like it just, it, it was just time for him to step away from the team. Um, and he, he believes that someone else can lead them to the promised land over the hump. Uh, Snyder, Quinn Snyder, has 372 wins, and they are the most wins by a coach in jazz history. And he is the he's tied for third in the longest tenured head coach category in the NBA with Steve Kerr, of course, number two being Eric Spolster with the Miami Heat, and of course, number one, your very own Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs. So Quinn Snyder has been a highly, you know, you know, he's had a long tenure with the Utah Jazz. And uh, it's pretty impressive when you look at his numbers. Second most wins, you know, by a head coach in jazz history. Of course, number one being Jerry Sloan. So um, Adrian Wodge, I can't say his last name, Wojnowski. Sorry, Wodge. He tweeted that Mitchell is unsettled. Mitchell is in Donovan Mitchell, um, all-star Utah jazz. Donovan Mitchell is unsettled unnerved and wondering what this means for the franchise's future. 
Um, Donovan also says that a major reason why he signed his contract extension with the Utah Jazz in 2020 was because Quinn Snyder was the head coach. So Quinn clearly had a major part in him wanting to stay with the organization. So Wadge's tweet, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, just how much of an impact did Quinn have on Mitchell's decision to stay? And of course, as we all know, uh, Mitchell and Rudy Gobert have had their beef and probably still are butting heads somewhat right now. And um, that's no secret that they've had some drama in this jazz team has kind of struggled this past season. They did make the playoffs, but there was some drama um, trades, you know, Joe Ingles getting traded. And uh, I just felt like there was something wrong. There was uh, something wrong with the locker room. It was just not a good vibe. Um, But here is what the jazz have said. The jazz plan to be aggressive in improving the team via the trade market this summer. So this organization has already said, we're going to go all out for our all-star. We're going to try to make him happy, even though our head coach is gone, but we are going to search for a new head coach and we're going to beef up this squad for our all-star. Now that was a lot to take in, man, but uh, uh, Mitchell, um, you know, he's got four years left on his contract. And uh, you know, with all of that being said, what are your thoughts on this? Because this, there's so much to consider and there are so many diverse outcomes that could happen here. I mean, <clears throat> part of me feels not that I know anything about what uh, Quinn is thinking or planning to do, but <clears throat> unless, unless he doesn't find being the NBA fun anymore. I find it really hard to even think that there's just not some kind of meeting, you know, that is going to happen soon if it has to happen already because he's too talented for a coach to just poof and go away. Uh, It'd be interesting to see what will happen next. Obviously, if he's going to coach somewhere and where that place would be, because he seems to be a person that kind of stays low. He doesn't like the spotlight. He just likes to get the job done. And uh, nothing screams more loud than Spurs right now, Uh, because he will fit in the culture of Spurs front office. He's just, he's that low key guy that has impressive stats. And I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know if everyone, anyone knows why he, he decided to step down, but I'm sure he has good reason. You know, Utah Jazz is kind of similar to, uh, when I say similar, I'm I'm speaking of like the place. It's a small market. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like a Dallas or Houston, you know, maybe Orlando, uh, even the Knicks, you know, it's 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 a bigger marketing type, you know, opportunity, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's shocking because if you're Mitchell, you're like, whoa, (laughs) 
this is going to be a bumpy ride because, you know, I thought he's going to be my coach. So that's a plot twist in itself. But I think Quinn knows what Quinn wants. And if you had to pick a team, who would you want him to go to? I heard you say a long time ago that he'd be an interesting pick for the Spurs to take over uh, when Pops, uh, Pops, wow, just gave him another nickname. When Pop decides to retire and pops the balloon, I guess. I don't know. But, <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah, when Pop decides to pop, there you go. Uh, yeah, I think Quinn will be an interesting person for the Spurs, if that's even something that they were in, they would entertain. But obviously, if Pop decided to move on, you would think he'd be a list, right? You'd think he'd be on the list that they would interview and maybe have a meeting with. But yeah, my reaction is I think Quinn's a low-key guy that knows what he wants. Because until this point, I don't think anyone has an exclusive of what his exact reason is, right, for making his decision. I'm sure he loves the team. He just probably felt like his time was up. Yeah. You know, he comes across like a very humble guy, you know, very team first, team oriented coach. And you get that. You hear players like just love, love this guy. Like his, his players like talking about him. And like he said, he had no beef with like Mitchell or Gobert, which is pretty impressive. Like how we, when we just talked about how like Rudy and Mitchell have had their, you know, head butting um, instances during the season and in the past. And for the fact that they both, you know, come together in a way and respect Quinn at the same time, despite their beef. Uh, I think that says a lot, but, you know, saying all this, do you think Quinn, I, here, here's what I think with, with the Quinn Snyder's decision. I think um, he's realized he's been there for eight seasons and he realized that maybe in his mind, the way he's been coaching the team is not going to get them over the hump. And he feels like they, the organization needs new blood, a new coaching style or a new coach in general to come in there, shake things up. And that will perhaps give them a little jolt of energy, you know, use the defibrillator on their heart to kind of re-energize the team and, you know, maybe get a new scheme in there for the players to, you know, maybe play a little bit better. Um, but that's what I, that's how I read this. Um, it's just a really humble coach that believes it's time for him to step down because, yeah, he could have stayed there forever. Like, you know, honestly, like Jerry Sloan was the head coach of the Utah Jazz forever, seemingly. And uh, I think, you know, Quinn, the fans like Quinn, the players like Quinn, the organization loves Quinn. Um, you know, you, you heard Danny Ainge come out and say very positive things about him, too, how he is a true jazz head coach. And uh, to me, that speaks nothing but respect. And it sounds like he was loved by everyone. But I think this was a coach's decision to step down because he believes that he is not the guy who's going to take them to the next level, which is, of course, a championship. And the Utah Jazz, even though they don't have a championship, they have a rich history. You know, Carl Malone, the mailman, John Stockton, Jerry Sloan, you know, all of those battles against Jordan and the Bulls. You know, they're entrenched in NBA history. And they are, you know, like, you, and I like how you compare them, like, just like San Antonio is like a small market team. They are. And they've had to build these teams through the draft and through free agency and, you know, like not, not necessarily get big names in free agency, but they've had to build the hard way. 
um, because of that small market factor. And I just think that that's what Quinn Quinn's mindset is. Maybe it's, he believes it's just time for him to take some time off and give the opportunity to some other coach who can perhaps take them to the next level that he wasn't able to take them. I don't know. What do you think, man? Is, is that something like I mean, that Quinn might be thinking, or do you think he's thinking something else? Is, do you think there was drama? I mean, well, what's your take on this? Yeah. I mean, I would I doubt that there is drama uh, as, as far as like the players. Uh, I don't know, maybe speculating. No, I'm not going to do that. Because I think with that market is part of a like close knit family, so I don't really necessarily think there's drama. But there's definitely drama now. You know, now that he's gone, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be drama. But while he was there, I, I I think it was something they was building something. Like at least in their mind, they probably thought, "Hey, we keep getting to the playoffs." So. <laughs> It's not like we're not making the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, they've been proven consistent, you know? Yeah. So I, I think it's probably no bad blood at all uh, between him and the organization. Uh, I think the safest thing is probably to say that, like you were talking about, I think he felt like it was time up for him and it's time for them to maybe consider you know, someone else to help lead them. Uh, because it's not like whoever fills in his shoes, it's not like they're starting from scratch. They got great players. You know, it's not like they're just losing everybody. They're just losing a, a very important piece to the puzzle. And that's Quinn. But he spoke on him being humble. I think it takes a lot of humility for someone to step down, you know, and say, hey, I'm going to just step down because I think y'all can probably find another piece that can get you further than I did. That takes a lot. I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's what it kind of looks like. That's how I feel about it, too. And he had two years left on his current deal. I mean, hopefully it's nothing personal, uh, you know, but you know, it can be anything, but with time, you probably find out what uh, the real reason was. And if he, if he wants to be a coach for another team, I don't know. We'll have to see. Because I think if that was the case, then that means probably he had a discussion with someone. You know what I'm saying? Because I just don't see him wanting to leave a team that was in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. I just don't he see. Set. Yeah. I, that I would, team would have had him there forever. That's, that'd be like me going to a burger joint, right? Yeah. I had the best, like, burger being made for me. You know, saute jalapenos, Ooh. everything. Yeah. Saute onions. Dang, the secret man, sauce. Yeah, the you know nice and grilled uh, buns with the crisp oh on the God. on the ring. Where 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 can you find those at Baller Boy Burgers? Right. Yeah, we got a lot of food truck thing. But oh it's like God. me being there, right? Yeah. And just before I take a bite, <laughs> just before I take a bite, I get <laughs> I get cold feet. Oh no! 
Hey, I leave the whole place. And that amazing, perfectly made burger is right there for me to eat on my plate. That's what it was like with Quinn uh, being with the Jazz. He was the perfect, like, piece of that puzzle. But we'll just have to see why he decided to step down because it's probably a really great reason. I don't think he, he doesn't seem like a person that will want to disrupt a process and basically have a domino effect where everything goes in shambles because it's like, now, that'd be kind of yeah. messed up. <laughs> now, the, now that's what I want to talk to you here. Um, now th there's two very different scenarios, uh, but I want to get your take on what you think could happen, you know, because as, as we just as we, we just read uh, Wadge's tweet, um, you know, Mitchell felt unsettled, unnerved, and he ultimately wondering what it meant for the franchise's future. Now for your major star to be saying that is alarming. Um, and as a fan base, you should be concerned about that. And again, then you hear things like the Jazz plan to be aggressive in improving the team via the trade market. And we know that Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell have butted heads. They've had drama for a while now. So I want to ask you this question. Do you think Rudy Gobert is getting traded this summer? Man, if they feel that they can get a ring without him, then yes. But they feel that he still has value that he can contribute to the team to keep getting better, then no. Um, I wouldn't make a trade unless that means that we have a strong opportunity to get a chip because it's a waste. Like, I would have gambled that. But if you think you can get somebody or some people for him, that will help you, like, get further in the playoffs, then, yeah, I can see that happening. But... I, I I kind of feel like they're going to be very careful, you know, with the locker room because you don't want to cause even more damage. Like you already yeah. lost your good coach. You don't, you don't want people to start getting upset in yeah. the locker room because yeah. then it just makes yeah. it worse. <laughs> yeah, your number one priority is to keep Mitchell happy at this point. Yeah. Cause if he, if he loses coach and he questions your moves <laughs> with trades, yeah. It might be a toxic uh, season. If, if they can get something good, like you just alluded to, if they can get something good for Gobert, like a good piece to help, because I, I think, I think, I think Mitchell needs help in the scoring department because um, their, their defense, you know, they've, they've shown, you know, spot glimmers on defense, but and Gobert is a defensive guy, um, but he's not an offensive weapon. Uh, he's just a big cog in the paint who can block shots and get those rebounds. But I think Mitchell's going to need some help um, as far as scoring. So it'll be interesting to see if Gobert does end up getting traded. Um, I'm not sure because, again, the Jazz plan to be aggressive in improving the team via the trade market because um, I think they know that just, you know, similar to like the Mavericks and the Spurs, they don't, they're not really a hotspot destination for free agents, like big name free agents. So I think, you know, them saying that, coming out and saying that means that they're probably willing to trade a guy like Gobert to a team for the right piece. And I can see them doing that, especially with a new coach coming in. Um, eventually, they're going to want to give him the reins and give him the ability to interchange pieces and um, kind of build his vision now that he's in whoever this new coach ends up being. But now that he is in charge of this jazz team, you know, he's going to want to make some splashy moves. And 
you know, Gobert and Mitchell, you know, they've had their issues. So, you know, trading Gobert, if you can get a good piece for him, you get the drama off the team. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, if if Rudy uh, wanted to come to San Antonio, uh, <laughs> I think I think our uh, our friend would would like that. Be like his little twin, uh, at least for the name. But that would be interesting. Not to say it would happen. Not to say I want it to happen. But I'm just saying it will be interesting. And the only reason why I say that is because his stats. Um, he's pretty good as a center. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not he's not bad on the rebound game. You know his block game is not that great, but you know he he does average twelve points. But like I said, it, it, I, I wouldn't flirt with that idea too much because I right, probably make a lot of people mad, San Antonio, hearing this. But I'm just saying it would be interesting if, like, you know, we were shopping around, which I doubt it. But for him, he would probably like uh, a coach like Pop is what I'm getting at. I don't think it would be a value for Spurs, but um, it would probably be a lottery ticket for him if he were to play like somewhere here. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Spurs need Gobert either, but nah. he would he would fit in with the Spurs. <laughs> yeah, system and that's and, what I mean like culture perfectly. He would yeah. win a lottery ticket if yeah. uh, they were interested, which I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh yeah, but I, I'm now I'm just curious cuz I feel like Rudy Gobert is on the chopping block this summer. And you know, I hope he ends up going to a team that could really use his services. He's very good. He's multiple time defensive player of the year winner. He's good. He's good at what he does, but um, I feel like the jazz could use another scoring weapon to aid Mitchell because Mitchell can't be having 30 point games every single night. Um, nor do you want your young star who you want to keep long-term and not only long-term with the team, but healthy in general to be having to put that kind of stress on himself every, every single night. Um, it would be cool to have if they had a guy like McCollum on that team, you know, maybe, uh, you know, another little second scorer to help them on the offensive end. Um, I'm sure the defense will still be solid anyway, but um, the, the Jazz with, under this new regime is going to, whoever it ends up being, the head coach, is going to have, they're going to have some decisions to make. And, uh, you know, there, there's two very different ways of thinking here. One, the team keeps basically the same you know, the way it is and make maybe interchange a few pieces under this new head coach or um, Mitchell is like out. He's done. And he wants to be traded and the whole thing implodes. I mean, maybe someone like Bobby Portis might be interested in playing with Mitchell. Uh, Great pickup. I love it. Thank because, you. Love that name. I mean, it'd be a prayer uh, as far as, it'd be a fair deal because, uh, you know, Utah will probably get the better <laughs> benefits of that trade. But if someone like Bobby Portis Jr., I mean, the guy is kind of like similar to uh, what they already have. The only difference is that, you know, he has more steals and blocks in his in his uh season this past season and i know that's a random uh like talk of me bringing him up but you know i think the fact that he's 
being around players who knows what it's like to get there. You know, he's he's had a great team, Milwaukee. So, I mean, not to say that it's, it's something that can happen, but I think he's an open player option. So, like, that may not be a bad phone call if Don, Donovan was interested. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. If he was interested in getting Bobby over to Utah, I would, I mean, he's, he moves faster than Gobert. You know, he can shoot the three, you know, he can play some defense. So yeah. And you could probably get him on a good deal too, which is perfect for the jazz organization. Um, but yeah, man. So do you think, do you think this organization is going to be fine? Mitchell stays put and they're going to be in the playoffs next season. Oh, they're going to be in the playoffs because I okay, think cool. Mitchell will probably retire if he had a uh, glimpse of ideas or uh, signals that they were going to destroy the team because yeah. he, he's not going to want to be there. He's right. going to be like, I'm going to retire and come back <laughs> like Tom Brady if yeah. y'all do me dirty and mess yeah. up this team. So they're definitely going to make the playoffs because – I think the organization is going to do everything they can to protect the players and and basically keep everybody so they have a better chance to make the playoffs versus move to mean people around to where they gamble and don't make the playoffs. Yeah, I can see that too. I, I, I definitely see them playing it a little safer. Um, I do think they need to make some splashes in the trade market. as And they've said they plan to be aggressive, so we'll see if that pans out. But um, I would not be surprised if Gobert is moved for the right piece. Um, but as far as Mitchell, I think Mitchell stays. Um, I think people are going to kind of blow up Mitchell's response to this whole thing. And don't get me wrong, I think Quinn was a big part of him resigning. But at the same time, Donovan, I believe, I think he believes in the organization. And if Quinn, here's the thing. I don't think Mitchell needs to be too concerned about the organization and putting trust in them because Quinn, I've, and again, this is based on what we're saying about why we think Quinn left, is he just feels like he's very, he's a very humble guy and he feels like he's not the guy for the job to get them to the next level. That's how I read the situation. So if Donovan looks at it like that, I don't think he has any reason to truly question the Jazz organization. And two, there's no stories out there that shows evidence of there being any kind of explosiveness of some like drama, you know. So unless that happened, I think this was just a quiet situation move that probably was a personal decision. And it's a shot to, you know, multiple players. And if it's anything, probably a shock to the organization, true. Uh, that too. too. That too. So I think is a situation where Quinn is leaving on good terms and he's not leaving like there was a beef or drama behind the scenes. He probably just made a personal decision. And uh, if anything, uh, it's probably going to inspire the organization because I would think Quinn probably had something special to say that will probably keep them in a good mindset off season. This is one thing someone leaves on bad terms and they, they, they basically eat your lunch and your cookies. And then you're like shocked and hurt, feelings hurt. <laughs> I think this is a situation where they're shot, but they're going to be okay because yeah. I'm sure he probably departed with some like 
inspiring words to say, here's my reason privately, blah, 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 blah. And then, okay, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt that bad because he probably left on good terms. And if that's the case, it probably gives uh, Mitchell even more uh, reason to show up next season because he's going to have like even more inspiration of the why he wants to stay with the jazz. And if that's the case, who knows? It's probably going to be interesting. And I think the organization is just going to be very protective of Mitchell and show him that they're going to do everything in the power to try to get what he, what he wants and what he thinks that the team needs in order for them to go to the next level. Because they're already there. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, yeah it's interesting because uh, Stephen A. was talking about the opposite side of the spectrum where he doesn't believe that Mitchell has a reason to stay. He doesn't really feel like Mitchell wants to necessarily be in Utah. Um, so again, that's that's why we're bringing this up. We're talking about this because there's all sorts of opinions from different sides of the spectrum here. And um, I personally think the Jazz are going to be okay. Like we like we talked about earlier, they're going to make the playoffs next season. They're not going to blow up the team, but I think they will make some moves. And uh, Mitchell is going to be a member of the Utah Jazz uh, for sure next season. Um, at least that's that's how that's, it sounds like. That's how we're both looking at it at this point in time, but, uh, without a question, without question, the organization is going to be fine. Um, but again, this is just one of those stories where it's easy to kind of blow it out of proportion and to, you know, over dramatize what's happening. But I think this is a very respectful step down. I think that's what this is. And uh, again, like you, like we talked about, there might, there might be some drama that is not come out, but I highly doubt that that's really the issue. Um, we already know the drama that's come out from the jazz um, as of late. So I highly doubt this had anything really to do with any deep seated drama between Quinn and the organization. I think it's just the humble guy stepping down. So, um, and he wants the best for the organization. So thank you guys for, uh, for joining us here on the baller boys podcast. We tackled a tough one today because, you know, it's, you know, a head coach leaving, a team that is playoff bound every season is it's not, you don't really see that too, too often. And especially a coach who does this in this way, where he just himself steps down even before his contract is up. Um, you just don't see it too often. So thank you all for joining us on this episode where we talk about this type of topic. It was very interesting. And it was, it was cool to hear like your, your take on the Shemaya. Cause I was curious as, cause you know, normally these kinds of things are kind of blown out of proportion or, there's usually a bunch of trauma that comes out, but this seems like like the quietest, most respectful step down that I've seen in a long time in the NBA. Well, the reason I said all that before was because there's really no uh, sideshows. There's no one with questionable tweets or Instagram posts or social media yeah, posts. Bad blood. Yeah. That, yeah. That yeah. is like making a smart, you know, addict. Uh, a comment or, you know, a snobby comment or anything. It's basically like stuff that is normal when a player doesn't have to coach, but nothing that suggests that there was something, uh, you know, bad that happened that made this decision uh, occur. And 
I think they're handling it pretty well. I, I think it's something that is probably going to grow in the coming weeks as far as why and if we even get the why. But I think the organization is going to do everything in their power to make sure everyone's morale is high in the locker room. Uh, so that way they don't trip over what they have that's already valuable and that's their teammates. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think we covered all the bases here, man. Quinn Snyder leaving the Utah Jazz as head coach and uh, look forward. I'm looking forward to seeing who uh, takes his place. And I think so are the Jazz fans. I think the team's going to be fine. Um, just another, just another step on the journey, you know, but uh, thank you all for joining us here on the baller boys podcast. It's your boy, Mark, and it's the S O T B Shamaya. Follow us on Twitter guys. Follow me at M A R K T H three threes, no E's capital M capital C Mark, the MC Shamaya. What's that handle? It's uh Shemaya B T and uh, it's easy to find me. There you go. You heard it from the man himself. Go look us up. We post some fun stuff and we give you updates on the podcast and sweep the league as well, which we are both a part of. So keep your eyes out for that. And also, if you if you listen to one episode of Baller Boys podcast, that means you're missing one. We release multiple episodes a week, usually two a week. So if you've missed one, make sure to catch that. Make sure to catch them both. They're a lot of fun. NBA is a hot topic and we are on that. We are on it. You could find us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, the sky, the ground, the sea, hopefully one day on a water bottle. But look it up. Baller Boys Podcast. Can't miss it. New episodes every week. Thank you all for joining us. We talk sports, sports, and more sports with you all. And enjoy the NBA Finals. It's going to be good. It's already been good, and it's going to continue to be good. So with that being said, adios. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Peace out.